This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Friends, some things are simply beyond understanding. More puzzling than the theory of relativity or any other advanced learning is the question of why people do what they do. And perhaps hardest of all to understand is why people do wrong. We all know the attraction of temptation, and we all have experienced the pleasure of sin. We have also known the deceitfulness of temptation, and we have come to know the temporary nature of sin's pleasures. Again and again, we have learned, or at least we should have learned, that sin is just not worth the price. On the other hand, maybe we haven't learned very much at all. Sin and its tragic consequences entered the first family in the Garden of Eden, depriving it of that special relationship and direct fellowship with God. And then sin touched the next generation and the next and the next and all generations, including our own. Not just every generation, but every life. And we're not talking about inherited sin. We're talking about the things that we do that are simply wrong. Why do we do that? And we don't understand, and we don't have the answer. In a sense, God doesn't understand either. When David had committed a series of sins, including lust, adultery, lying, murder, and deception, God sent Nathan to reveal his displeasure to David. After the parable of the little ewe lamb had been spoken and David had reacted with predictable anger, Nathan said, Thou art the man, Second Samuel chapter 12 and verse 7. For the first time, David realized that the wrath he could easily direct toward an unknown subject must now be turned toward himself. And then God had an additional message which reflected his own perplexity. Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I anointed thee king over Israel, and I delivered thee out of the hand of Saul, and I gave thee thy master's house and thy master's wives into thy bosom, and gave thee the house of Israel and of Judah, and if that had been too little, I would moreover have given unto thee such and such things. Wherefore hast thou despised the commandment of the Lord to do evil in his sight? Thou hast killed Uriah the Hittite with a sword, and hast taken his wife to be thy wife, and hast slain him with the sword of the children of Ammon. Second Samuel chapter 12, verses 7 through 9. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 7, Paul speaks of the mystery of iniquity. And it is a mystery. God has given us so much and is willing to give so much more. Why do we turn our backs on him and choose a lifestyle so contrary to his will? A part of the answer is the continuing presence of Satan. He is alive on planet earth and he is meaner and sicker than ever. He has not grown weak with age, and he has not mellowed not one bit. But Satan has never done one good thing for us. On the other hand, God has never done one bad thing. The choice is so clear that we can only marvel at man's ability to make the wrong choice. Why do we not live closer to God? Perhaps because we continue to underestimate the wondrous nature of God's love and the monstrous power of our most formidable foe. Our time is up. Until next time, may God bless you as you continue to study His divine will. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.